Hello and welcome to New Tricks, the weekly podcast from New Dog PR. I'm Emily Newman. And I'm Catherine Doggall. This podcast is a chance to mull over the current goings on in hotel land, chat to some pleasant folk about things they know and provide some interest for your ears. We've brought our journalism and communication experience together with our sector knowledge and contacts to create a strategic PR company which understands investing in hotels and the many roles within them. Welcome to the latest episode of New Tricks. In this week's episode, we wonder whether the UK government's roadmap will lead hotels down a blind alley and whether there's a backup plan if the pandemic takes a swerve. We also wonder whether membership of ACL Live Limitless might score us a vaccine and whether Airbnb putting its faith in getting good press is quite the 2021 strategy it thinks it is. And who was that guy who had a deals room in prison? Contact us now. Many thanks. and welcome to episode nine of New Tricks, the weekly podcast from New Dog PR. How are you, Catherine? I'm very well, thank you. How are you, Emily? I'm all right. We're surviving four and a half days to go. Well, <laughs> there should be some sort of national singing of all parents, four and a well, half sense days that, to go. Um, is, there still, um, do there, is there still like a school bell that yes. rings out? Then I think all the school bells of, the, of England should ring out in unison to be like be like V Day. <laughs> I would be down with that. I'd then have it as my physical ringtone all the time to remind us. Um, how is the latest addition to the new dog team? He is very well. He has just woken up and has finished choking, and now he's going to sit. Uh, sit here on my lap and cover me with lovely, lovely, soft, silky hair. <laughs> <laughs> we have much to talk about, so should we crack on? Um, obviously, we need to keep regular listeners updated into how your nutritional supply is going, but let's let's uh, yes, let's, yes. let's plough forth and we can come back to that. So the roadmap has been revealed, which is why all parents are looking gleeful and counting down the hours. We have a roadmap um, and we know that uh, self-contained uh, accommodation in the UK will be reopening on the 12th of April. Bookings have surged. Um, so this is possible for individuals in, in one household. Um, do you feel heartened by the sort of by the reports of the bookings, the surge in bookings? Or do you and do you think this is the beginning of the recovery? How are you feeling about it? Um, well, any kind of recovery in bookings is, has got to be a good thing. I hope the trouble with roadmaps, of course, is that anyone who's tried to follow them and not use Google Maps tends to get lost. And you can end up down down alleyways where you thought they were industrial parks or Ikeas and all sorts of things can go wrong. And I really, really, really hope that what isn't happening here is that everyone's working themselves up to go somewhere because the disappointment will be huge. But it's a fine line, isn't it? You have to give people... A, a date and end time for for what's going on here because from what i can see from the other side of the channel is that the public mood in the uk is bad to sobbing and really this isn't going to end terribly well if people are allowed to continue weeping and staring into an abyss of a summer so yes anything that you can book um it seems to me that um that most people i know have been hugely unsuccessful in managing to book anything so this must be good. And as we heard from, um, as we've been hearing from people last week reporting their figures, if you had a nice uh, seaside hotel or seaside anything, seaside anywhere you could put a blow up mattress last summer, you were getting great rates and great occupancy. So this has to be good. But what needs to happen, and we're hoping 
um, to hear from Rishi Sunak on Wednesday is if this doesn't go ahead, what is the plan? Uh, there must be support. He's announced a five billion reopening package, uh, which doesn't really include hotels because he thinks that the average rent um, is between fourteen and twenty thousand pounds a year for hospitality. So not really keeping in the loop there, Rishi, as far as, far as the facts go. So yet again, I think it's going to be a case of the government turning around going, well, you could have opened because you could have taken on these quarantine people, or you could have opened because you could have had some people from the NHS, so what's your problem? Uh, sort of thing, so more of the same. So hopefully things will open and people will get a much, 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 much needed break um, and some of the coffers will you know, start filling up. Um, if it doesn't happen, and obviously we'll hope that it will, then there needs to be a backup plan and we hopefully will hear that backup plan on Wednesday. But I wouldn't go around holding my breath. This plays back to the point that we've made quite a few times that I'm just not convinced. That the government doesn't give a shit. That the is, is, that, is that the doesn't point? Doesn't give a damn. But also, <laughs> also where hotels fit into hospitality because that, yes. that is the point on rent, isn't it? That, that they, if that... If, that's just not within that category um yeah hotels are the amazing invisible hospitality uh you can you know rishi is aware that he can go into some some nice it was a wagamama's wasn't it that he was photographed handing out noodles uh not tragically wearing his um his lovely was it cashmere or mohair hoodie that he was wearing this weekend he is the man isn't he but um <laughs> is he also so- holding his self-heating cup I would hope so. I would hope so. Wouldn't go anywhere without it. Just what a man of the people. Um, (laughs) But uh, yes, which isn't, you know, he's not trying to be a man of the people. um, So he's succeeding on that front. But uh, but yes, they just, they see hospitality as as Weatherspoons, as, you know, people watching the football uh, on a Saturday afternoon. And obviously hospitality is that. But also there are hotels. Um, But you can't see hotels. They can't seem to see them as they walk down the street. That's quite a talent. And they've been given the provisional, as you say, roadmap date of the 17th of May to, at the earliest, to shut us up. Um, Which some are saying is, obviously, this will never please everyone. Some are saying too early. Some are saying it's just right. Some are saying it's too late. Um, Oh, it's like the Goldilocks (laughs) of of government planning. (laughs) too hard i burnt my lips on your salty salty reopening program <laughs> at this stage that may well be where, where they're taking inspiration from we don't know talking of vaccinations accor accor have gone and got themselves some we assume or accor have certainly uh promising to yes accor are in talks yeah to get loads um and they have already vaccinated their staff in singapore and dubai and they are talking to people what you get vaccines off uh, to get more vaccines and then vaccinate all their staff. And this is um, obviously a follow up to their Heartist programme, which they launched probably around this time last year uh, to support all of their staff through these difficult times. And they got their shareholders to kick in some cash. And that was great. And now they're vaccinating their staff. And yes, it's a good thing to do. It's a good thing to do. Good thing to do. Good staff care. Very good. Very good. Also, wouldn't you go and stay in a hotel where they said all our staff are vaccinated? I would stay in that hotel. And then if they have any leftover vaccinations, would you go and stay in that hotel if you had the opportunity to get vaccinated? NACO haven't said that this is what they're going to do. This is wild speculation on my part. But given that they have a relationship with AXA, which they developed um, last year to provide medical backup to guests, 
they have access to people who can give vaccinations. They're in talks about vaccinations. It would be nice if guests had vaccinations. I'm assuming that they can close the circle on this. Uh, so we watch with interest um, to see what's um, what's going to occur with that. I would be thrilled, happy to stay in any ACCA hotel anywhere in the world to get a jab. Um, I will join all of your loyalty programs. It's really not an issue, any of them, as far as the eye can see. It's a good good time for ACCA if they can get ahead of this, because, you know, if you're picking hotels, you're going to stay somewhere where they've all been vaccinated and they can, they can prove that. But um, my mind immediately flitted back to... Um, former French president Nicolas Sarkozy, who, of course, is on the ACL board and has just been sentenced three years in prison, um, <laughs> at least one of which it seems he will actually have to serve for corruption. Um, so it's a good week for ACL. It's a bad week for ACL. Um, give us so and we'll taketh. Be, it does give us and taketh. But the good news for, for Sarko is that he had already had his vaccination. Ah. Um, so this is great. This is great for him. Um, he got into lots of trouble in the French press for going on and on about it, like the tiny show off that he is, because um, he was uh, people couldn't work out why he was going so quickly. But um, but this will protect him um, now that he is uh, heading for the clink. One wonders whether he will in fact remain on the Ackle board during incarceration. During the incarceration, <laughs> I don't know. There was um, who was the guy who was locked up a few years back and was allowed to have a a deals room. There was Ooh. some international hotel, and he had a he had he had set up. Oh, who was that guy? I don't know. On the postcard. I, yes, on I the do postcard. know. I don't know. I, oh. Yes, he was allowed to. He had such a great arrangement in prison that he had a special room for for doing deals in, um, which is what everyone wants. Presumably, if you're convicted of corruption and having a trafficking influence, you're not allowed to have a deals room. Um, whoever whoever tells us the answer to this, you can have a very very fetching uh, new dog notepad. Which are they are very great. nice. They are very nice. We'll yes, and we have been we have been handing them out to our increasing numbers of clients. We... So thank you to everyone who has been giving us business and in return receiving a notepad. That's what it's all about. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's, it's not just expert PR. Oh no, stationery, as well. free stationery. Yes, sort of lovely kind of pseudo soft covers. It's very nice. Yes, they are. Um, So other other results this week. Let's talk about Airbnb because we can't let an episode go past without talking about Airbnb. Um, No, particularly because Airbnb stand to benefit first out of the whole sector. Um, Although a few people I know in the UFK had um, been enjoying some Airbnb in recent in recent times when they shouldn't have been. (gasps) So (laughs) I I discovered while whilst zooming this weekend. So I thought, well, isn't that interesting? So yes, so yes, so Airbnb had their first results that you can stare at um, uh, with all of the numbers, and the first time that uh, Brian Chesky had to answer analysts' questions, and it wasn't just on CNBC uh, with uh, shouting Kramer. But uh, yeah, so he had had to answer the questions, and the questions that he answered, obviously, it was the results were better than the hotel sector because they can actually have people staying in there. Um, so we won't go into the depths of that. It was still pretty gruesome, but no more gruesome than anyone else's. Um, and in a lot of ways better. But one of the interesting things that he said is that they spent a lot of money on marketing last year. Um, but what they were going to do this year is they were going to go back to relying on PR. And of course, we were very supportive of this move. You should always rely on PR. Always. And this is last year, he said they had half a million newspaper articles written about them. Well, there's a thing. Well done, Brian. Um, and that's great. Of course, they were IPOing last year, so you know, and also they were the only things open in terms of travel. So I'm guessing that gave him a bit of a bounce. Stuff to talk about. 
Yes, but Emily, I don't know about you, but um, is all news good news? Well, <laughs> funny you should say that. There was one, mm. I believe. Um, yeah, I don't, it'd be interesting to see how they're chalking up those those column inches, good versus bad. There, there seems to be an increasing number of bad. And as we understand, there are uh, there are customer bad experiences but increasingly there are hosts. I do understand that <laughs> there are also um hosts that are getting right hacked off with this platform um so mm. you can't keep that those hosts happy that feel that field the supply I'm not what what do you have what do you have what indeed what indeed so Brian I thought of this course because he's you know he doesn't wear a tie and that and I think maybe that helps Moritz and get to his brain or whatever not wearing a tie on CNBC does for you um but he he said well you know the the, the, the thing is that they need more supply obviously they need to keep feeding the beast and um and the good news uh was that there's a recession coming up and lots of people will need to Airbnb out their property to uh, to make to pay their mortgages. So here comes the supply. Happy times, and uh, and he also said that lots of people will be having to um, or be more inclined to to live like nomads, digital nomads, I believe is the term. And then when they're not in their houses, when they're off nomading, um, then you can they can rent that out, and that brings more supply as well. Look at that. Hmm. So not... yes, nomading. Okay, nomading. He's relying on the recession and nomading and good PR. Okay. Well, best of luck. I know. That plan. <laughs> it's a brilliant plan. It's a brilliant plan. It's just good because normally we don't, you know, we haven't had the opportunity to see a plan from Airbnb. Usually they just, you know, float with whatever's happening. But uh, but this time a plan, and the plan is let's get some PR. That does all rely on trust, doesn't it? Trust it. All the benefits of that plan rely on trust. PR, mudding, and a recession. Um, well, not the recession itself relying on trust, but if you're going to, you're looking at alternative sources of incomes um, and what the potential platforms that you might use to do that, you're going to want to trust yes. the platform. You might and it's, and it's kind of and find some un, like not necessarily pleasing articles, um, which may deter you from that plan. I don't know. They may do. And it's funny, isn't it? Because Airbnb is one of those things that then when they were selling it all at the launch of the sharing economy, it was all, you know, welcome, you know, stay with Jocasta in her and help her support her loom habit by staying in her spare room. And that proved not to be the case, but it was all sold as trust. But the reality of it that was that it wasn't trust that was making everything ticking along. Because I remember staying in an Airbnb to prove that you could stay in cheap Airbnbs in Berlin around the time of IHIF. I stayed in an Airbnb, which I think was something like 16 euros a night. And it was right opposite um, the intercom. And um, and the guy who was meant to let me in was was running very late. And uh, so I eventually had to meet him in the bar at the intercom. And I was going up in this lift with him. And I was thinking, it's 11 o'clock at night. I'm in a lift with someone I don't know. Heading into, you know, a flat um, with someone I don't know. Is the murdering going to happen here? And, and I thought, no, it's, it's not. Because I'd looked at all the reviews. And none of the reviews had said... Mm-hmm with the murdering and so I thought this is fine because it wasn't the fact that I trusted Airbnb as a platform it was the peer-to-peer trust element of that so it's the it was the fact that you would think there would be kickback if you know he was a big murderer and Mm -hmm. I thought I can rely on that it's not you know Airbnb itself of course they're all rolled in together but um but yes so really it's a lot of reputation a lot of people saying what they really think has happened and um and there are ways in which the reviews are uh, not twisted but you know 
you have to that you're inclined to give positive reviews though you do often see quite realistic ones because you've got to have the balance haven't you um so yes i wouldn't necessarily want to be running my business based on trust alone just at these times at these moments no. at these moments whereas we've been hearing from um, from just about everyone the consumer is going to be super demanding when they um when they are released back into the wild <laughs> I've got an image now of a sort of truck, you know, with one of those where they take them out to the savannah and the things come off the back and they just all go. Oh, when they come out and they've all got like little little wobbly legs initially. Yeah. And then they hair off. Yeah, yeah, that'll be us. Release the customer. (laughs) Um, That concludes my truck round hotel land this week. Anything else from you? Well, it's funny you should say that because um, last week when we had uh, Jane on from Hosper, we asked her questions oh, yes. and questions. And so this week we're going to do questions. But as you will have noted, it's just the two of us. And, and I'm going to ask And Spuddy, of course. Um, so gentle snoring there now. Um, <laughs> it's weird. It doesn't snore when he's lying on his back, but he is now snoring um, on the other way up. So our dogs. So I'm going to ask you the questions because uh, in France, the state of hospitality is slightly better off and and legally I can go to the south of France if I wanted to. So, <laughs> so, so you're going to ask me because I might not be desperate. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And then, I, you know, and you might cry. And that is just, you that know, is, it's, podcast, it's podcast gold and if that, you can get that. Exactly. If you that, can get, get a weeping in. That is yeah. <laughs> It really is. <laughs> emotion. The emotion of it all. It's what Brian needs uh, to do on his next call. Just sob. <clears throat> no, it's just some weeping. It's all we ask. <laughs> uh, right. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. Excellent. So when the shutters are up and I've had the jabs in my arms, the first thing I'm going to do is... The very first thing, so it's probably about 10 past nine on Monday, the 8th of March. Um, I'm going to go on a really, just stay with me on this. I am going to go on a really, 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 really long walk all by myself. And I'm going to revel in the ability to hear myself think. I won't be providing snacks to anybody. I won't be teaching any split digraphs or learning about castles, which is the current topic and um, i mm. think being able to walk with no destination and um, no sort of end point is like the ultimate in time luxury uh and that's what i'm going to do and i'm going to just take my book i'll stop, stop for a coffee and a cake this is where it gets into a bit of a sort of the, the not necessarily the rooms of reality because everything will be open um which mm. but in my in, in my world it will be so i can have a cake and a bit of coffee mm. and mm. um just have a continuous thought for more than 15 seconds without it being interrupted um i might go down to the harbour front find a nice watering mm. hole in the sunshine there might be all of my friends there there might be some wine oh, i'm welling up i'm welling up <laughs> ready to solve so yes that's what i'm going to do immediately that sounds brilliant um the best thing about the hotel sector is well it's pretty can't say hotels <laughs> i'm gonna say it's resilience um it Ooh. is one of the oldest trades in the world as we well know uh since since people started moving around hotels you know the first inns were invented um and not only is it still standing but it's looking pretty well set to be one of the fastest recovering sectors which is amazing um so i think it's resilience is pretty tremendous and if i had stacks of cash i'd throw it into some hotel stuff 
Nice, nice. Yes, yes, the hotel sector is like a weeble. You can push it and it will wobble, but it does not fall down. Um, the hotel sector would be significantly improved if... I don't give a shit about it. I'd quite like it to um, shake off some of the remnants of... Remnants? Remnants of its sort of fusty and stale image. Um, oh, and it being inaccessible because I'm not sure that's what it is anymore. Um, I think that's quite outdated. Um, and I, and it's certainly not indicative of some of the like amazing places that we now see. So yeah, I'd like it to have a bit of a, have a bit of a rebrand. Mm-hmm. Um, what the industry needs now is to really use the opportunity that this pandemic has bizarrely gifted it and raise its profile, improve its images, image as a as a credible career, um, and to attract brilliant people. And it's sort of rather unwillingly and uninvitedly being thrust into the spotlight. Um, so use it, use use that spotlight for good things. And finally, I'd like to think we've learned from this. Firstly, what a hotel is, because um, that's always useful. Back to my earlier point about the outdated image. Um, and that, you know, any, something that's only accessible to squillionaires and ageing aristocrats who live in there and don't get out of bed. Um, that's not what things Ooh. like um, the Bur- uh, things like the Newt um, and Birch and Soho House are. They're very, 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 very much not. Um, I'd also like to think we've learnt to round this off nicely what uh, the power of communication and you will, Ooh. you could cynically cry out, well, I would say that, and I would say that, and I will say that. Um, it there's Because we're all we've got is digital now, it's like someone's turned the dial up um, and it's tremendously noisy um, and shouty and it's just hurts my head. Um, so there needs to be a super clear message um, who about who you are, what you do, and you need to think about how you're going to get that to the people that you want to, the folks that need to listen. And if you need some help with that, oh, just have a look, you know, we can help. Yeah, we've got a website. Go we've and look at it. <laughs> <laughs> so them's my answers. Them's my, them's my answers. Well, I'm convinced. I'm convinced. I did find myself welling up a little bit at the thought of seeing, you know, people. Drinking wine, seeing people, sitting in the sunshine. The dream. And not having to think about how close I was to them. <laughs> That's true. Because I that. see everything. It's like being in Tron. You sort of see everything in a grid formation uh, as you walk around with like two metre gaps everywhere. I wonder how long that will be as well that we don't sort of step off the pavement round the... Microseconds. <laughs> it's going to be microseconds. <laughs> so as we saw from the, the sort of the lifting of the lockdown over, over the summer, everyone just threw themselves back into their wildly um, dangerous lives immediately. And that was before a vaccine. And that was before a vaccine, yes. So all this talk about how we've changed our lifestyles is, um, I think, hugely unlikely. I plan to completely resume my lifestyle <laughs> and leave no bits out. So, uh, so yeah. Absolutely. And I think you should. Oh, Spuddy's waking up. She has. The end must be the end of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think that concludes today's musing. So that concludes our thoughts for this week. Thank you to everyone involved in creating this episode and providing something for your ears whilst walking the dog, washing the cat, chopping the veg, or however else you pass the time while podcasting. 
Please do review and subscribe if you get your ear entertainment via Apple, or follow new tricks if your ear delight comes from Spotify. These things make a difference, apparently. Until next time. <laughs>